0: Ulysses, it's inching closer to opening day, which also means it's prop bet season for the Locked on Rays podcast.
1: That's right. It's an annual tradition. We always get hyped up for it. There's going to be a little bit of a reward for whoever wins. So let's get started right now. You are Locked on Rays your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano.
0: And we're the host of the Locked On podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. At lockdown Rays as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms you can also find us on social media Twitter and Instagram at lockdownrays and reach out to us anytime lockdownrays at gmail.com well as we alluded to in the open there prop bet season for the lockdown Rays podcast our 2023 Rays and baseball prop bets we have 11 to go through and marinate over and agree or disagree on. And as we like to do, have a little grand prize at the end, end between Ulysses and I decided what dollar amount should be for the winner of this prop bets.
1: Hmm, that's true. Or we can just make items. What What do you want? If you win this, yes. what would Kevin Weiss like? What
0: I would like in, I don't think it's terribly expensive. I mean, we're talking when I was thinking dollar price, I was thinking 25 to $30, whatever you want within that threshold, maybe even a little bit more than that. We'll see. We'll see how successful the podcast is this year, but I would like a five pack of cigars. Uh, My favorites are Indian head rough rider, uh, Connecticut style. Uh, The seven inchers. Those are my favorite. Um, And I think those, if you ordered them online, it it shouldn't uh, Connecticut style Churchill, I should say, I should be more correct on that. So five pack of those, I could, uh, I'd be a very, very happy man um, if uh, I won
1: those via this prop bet. Sounds good. I like that. I like that. Uh, maybe I can pick them up in Ebor City itself. So that there would be we cool go. Too. So, what, what yeah. would you want if you somehow win
0: this prop bet challenge? Uh,
1: well, I uh, my favorite beer is uh, you're my boy Blue. I love that's that thrilling. beer. So maybe uh, a couple six packs of that would be hitting the spot, real nice. So okay, that's, that's fair enough. Like. So yeah. beers and cigars. That's what we're fighting we're healthy. For. It's a healthy podcast, Kevin. Of course. Yeah. Yeah,
0: We need some built bars to be mixed in with this challenge as well. And by the way, if any listener out there wants to send us uh, our favorite beverage and or cigar (laughs) locked raise at gmail.com and we'll send you the the shipping address for that. If you just want to treat us and uh, you know, give us a a kudos of appreciation, if you will. So, (laughs) all right, let's not waste any more time here. Let's get right into the prop bets. Ulysses, you uh, came up with a handful. I came up with a handful. So. Let's start running through them and have some fun with these and see if we agree or disagree. And then at the conclusion of the season and maybe one of these prop bets, we won't really know. Uh, We may not know until, uh, you know, the first of 2024. But uh, let's go ahead and get rolling with this.
1: Okay, so let's get that Excel right up there for you guys that are on YouTube. You can follow along. And why wouldn't you want to follow along on YouTube? And you hit that like button right now. It's free and subscribe button as well if you haven't subscribed yet. So we got it all on the screen right there. So let's start with the first one, Kevin. Wander Franco will have the highest war on the team.
0: I will say, and this is just for 2023, correct? That is correct. Okay. I will say, yes, he will have the highest war on the team. I'll go a step further and say he accumulates at least five war in this 2023 season.
1: I like that. And you know what? We both agree. I think this is the breakout season. Uh, There's just no way that you're going to keep that guy down. So I'm going with yes as well. Very easy. Um, Follow up to to that. Who do you think is second in war on the team? Mm, That's a good question. It's a good question. I, I, from the position players, I, I, I would hope it's Brandon Lau. I would hope That's it's fair. Brandon Lau. Yeah.
0: If I had to guess from the position player side, it's somebody who's batting one through four in the lineup on average or on opening day, you, you look to one of those guys for sure. Um, Or maybe if
1: Siri just, just, (laughs) it becomes, uh, Kevin Kiermaier from 2015, uh, then yeah, maybe he racks up all so much war defensively that he might make that. So that, that'd be fun. That's fair as well. Uh, number two, the stadium saga will end with a location confirmation. Dr. Susan, the house before 2024. Yes or no. I'm going to say, yes, you got to
0: start getting the ball moving on this. And this includes, it could be November of 2023, December of 2023, correct? I think that's maybe where it may happen or be revealed. So I'll say, yes, there will be some clarity with that issue.
1: Well, this is getting a little bit boring because I also agree that this is the year that you need to um, have some sort of resolution, I think. You know, three plus years to talk to civil engineering and get permits and architects and money that that takes time. So you you need to have that sorted out probably before New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. or New Year's. Right. Um, Okay. Number three over under one and a half race. Starting pitcher will pitch more than 150 innings.
0: This is a tough one. I'm going to go out and say yes. Uh, over, over one and a half raise starting pitchers will pitch more than 150 innings. And I'll give you the two names, Shane McClanahan and Zach Eflin. Those are the two right there.
1: That is okay. So you think Zach Eflin will be the Ryan Yarbrough? Um, I think Zach
0: Eflin will be the, the Ryan Yarbrough or the, the not quite James Shields, but Basically, if if you throw 160 innings nowadays, you basically get James Shields comparison. So I think he's going to be the clubhouse leader in innings
1: pitched. You know, uh, we, I think you've mentioned that before. When Zach Eflin was first signed, I made the comparison that everything that Ryan Yarbrough did last year, Zach Eflin did better. Uh, so. Yeah you know, uh, hopefully that he does take the, the innings into consideration there. Uh, This is getting a little bit too much in the wavelength. Kevin, I also agree that there will be more than 1.5 pitchers uh, on, on pitching more than 150 innings. So next one, Josh law will have more plate appearances than Luke Rayleigh. We might actually uh, differ on this one. Yeah. I'm actually
0: going to go with Luke Rayleigh here. I'm, and I don't know if it's just a hunch, a gut feeling. Uh, I think Luke Rayleigh could really pop off and surprise some people this year. Where as I think Josh Lowe could and may experience some struggles, and uh, you may have uh, one of the younger prospects on his back a little bit. So, uh, and I like the fact that um, Luke Rayleigh. I feel like the Rays could be comfortable with him playing first base, with him playing in the outfield, with him DHing. Um, I think uh just it, it's his time as of right now. Is he going to have the higher career war than Josh Lowe? Uh, most likely not. Probably not. But I think this is the year where, and even if it's 2030 at bats more um, I still think uh Luke Rayleigh could really surprise some people this season. I mean, there's a reason why the, the, the rays keep giving him that roster spot and he's out of options. So the pressure's on too.
1: No. Yeah. The the
0: expectations are on.
1: No, that's, that's right. And, and, you know, I, I don't think, um, a lot of the fandom thought that he would be able to crack that opening day, but as time went on and he just kept being on the roster and, 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 and not getting cut, um, even, even throughout November, December, you know, um, staying on the roster speaks highly of, of how they think about him. However, I'm going to go. Yes, I do think Josh Lowe, this is the year, man. Like this guy can't be that good in the minors and then just completely disappear. um, In MLB. Uh, You know, he, he shortened his swing. He talked to his brother. he, is feeling good, uh, you know. If if Topkin writes a couple articles about you uh, during spring, um, that tells me that the front office is also speaking to Topkin, saying, "Hey, can you put this out there? Uh, how about how, how about it?" So I think the Rays feel really good about where Josh Lowe is, yeah, uh, for this season. I don't okay. know Luke Rayleigh. He also gives me a little bit of uh, Logan
0: Forsythe vibes that he's just going to keep kicking around. Very uh, good one he might not have the skill set, athleticism, talent or looks of Josh Lowe but Rayleigh's just a ball player and and can find a way to grind through and and stick around a little
1: I think people are going to be surprised about uh, on his outfield defensive work. Yeah. Uh I think, you know, they're pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I think he he's not just a a clunker out there like we we saw sometimes with Tommy Pham right, I think he actually is is athletic maybe okay. not qu- as quite mobile as
0: Avi Garcia was, but in the mold of hey this big guy at six foot four 250 pounds he can move around a little bit better than everybody thought.
1: Yes, exactly good so. comp there um similar uh over under one and a half race player will go to the all-star game.
0: Good question.
1: Um, Overall, well, I assume
0: that uh, Wander is going to be getting MVP votes and putting forth the five-war, if not six-war this season, I'm really bullish on Wander this year, uh, despite the quad or whatever lower extremity issue that he's dealing with. Uh, I feel like there's got to be a, a McClanahan. Uh, you know, one of the pitchers is also going to go to the All-Star game. And maybe it's just a byproduct of, the uh, all-star game, you know, 30, 35 guys opt out that, you know, a second Ray is going to have to be chosen at some point. So I'll say uh, yes over. Uh,
1: I, I, unfortunately for the, for the, for the pod, uh, I have to say yes as well. Uh, But in reality, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think uh, there can be two years in a row with this type of talent on the roster where you only see one, race player go uh to the to the all-star game you know we all know jason adam was was snubbed last year i hope like you do too wonder franco is is heading to is headed to his uh first all-star game and i got it you got to think one race pitcher is going (laughs) to be lights out if it's fairbanks it's it's him if it's a garrett clevenger it's him if it's a jason adam uh uh hopefully a mcclanahan a glass now uh a springs a rasmussen like one of those pitchers is going to be having a tremendous season and hopefully they also get in.
0: Yeah. So, well, follow up to that. Do you think uh, as many as three Rays players could be all-star bound?
1: That would be tough. Yeah. That would be tough. I would not put money on that. I would love that, but uh, just knowing the small market aspect and fan voting and all that, it would be tough. That's fair. Be tough Yeah. All right. Uh, Last but not least, on my side, Shohei Ohtani will be traded at the deadline. Yes or no? Well,
0: Artie uh, Marino, uh, Angels owner, says that as long as the Angels are competitive, that Ohtani will still be on the roster. And I know that Pocota and some of the projection systems have the Angels, you know, being around an 86-87 win team and finishing second in the division. I mean, I can never... I'm never going to put money or or trust in, in the angels. And I feel like the, I guess the question is, do the angels legitimately think that they can keep Shohei Ohtani after this season? Can they lock him up to a long-term deal? Or is he going to the Dodgers or by God, the Yankees or uh, the, the Padres, you know, some, some major market player like that not that sure. the angels aren't a major market player but maybe otani's like hey i at some point i want to try to make it to the playoffs and yeah win a world series ring which is understandable so i would say yes he will be traded at the deadline and i feel like that's where you're going to get the most value for him as opposed to what in the off season or you lose him out after the season and you get however many compensation picks um for him
1: yeah, I I I mean this is and I don't care what anybody says if you disagree, write it uh, write it down in the comments section on, on YouTube. Uh, this is the most most talented human being to have ever played the game of baseball. Punto. I mean, he just is. I mean, <laughs> nobody, nobody literally has done what he has done. And don't throw me Babe Ruth because he was hitting 75 mile an hour meatballs by guys right. who sold mattresses on the side. Okay. Yeah like come on this is completely different he is just the best player to have ever played the game longevity wise career wise we can we can get into that argument but talent wise number one so if you know that about him how would you not trade this guy uh instead of just getting a comp pick after right. the qualification the, the um the qualifying offer uh at the end of the season i, I just don't see how you do not trade him and especially because I don't believe in the angels being competitive. I'm sorry. That's a tough division with the Mariners and the Houston Astros are already going to the ALCS. You know that. Um, So I I just don't see it, man. I really don't. So uh, I got to go with, he will be traded. That's the beauty of this podcast. It's not like, Hey, uh, you got to pick a side. I got to pick a side. Like we're
0: running through this authentically and what our true feelings and views are, by the way, on, Otani for a second. Um, I know the, the long-term health is a question, but if you're, if you've got the money, Hey, we'll give you $280 million over five years, like 50, 60 million AAV over a handful of years. You do that just yeah. based on what he provides and brings to the table there. Um, we have more prop bets to get to. Maybe we'll have a little bit more disagreement here to spice this thing up. And I guess if we, uh, end up having the same exact, um, well, well, we'll cross that bridge when we cross that bridge, but we're just having fun with this uh, as it is. And, and you're more than welcome to chime in on the comments and give your perspective. Or, you know, these these prop bets are living documents. So yes. this Google sheet is a living document in the sense that if you have a really what you consider to be a novel prop bet idea or one you want us to banter about, We'll add it to the list, and you know who knows, by the end of the year, we might have you know 20 prop bets that we're going through and mulling over and deciding upon. This is just kind of a starter pack, if you will. Yeah. And then as we move along in the season, sometimes we'll just say, hey, random episode, I got a prop bet for you. Let's put it on the board. So Correct. just want to throw that out there as well. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up on uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, or LockedOnRays at gmail.com. In the meantime, we have to tell you about something very important, and that is LinkedIn jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and, believe it, for free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster, like I said. So, Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, uh, moving along in our prop bet exercise here. uh, Those first handful, Ulysses, you came up with on your lonesome, and uh, this next set is what I came up with uh, as we go through with this. Um, So I'll ask you to start. Uh, One or more raised players will hit at
1: least 30 home runs
0: this season.
1: Hmm. Are, are they getting that Aaron judge New York Yankees baseball or are they getting <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays truck baseball? Uh, that's a question for you
0: to ask the, the Rays front office and analytics staff and maybe uh, send a text message to bud Seedlig. I can't answer that for you. I don't, I don't have that Intel or insight quite frankly.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I gotta go with, no, I gotta go with, no, I, I just don't see it. Uh, If anybody hits 30 or more, it has to be Brandon Lau. And then afterwards, I mean, Randy has shown that he's kind of like a 20 home run sort of guy. Can he have more? Can he hit 30? Sure. But I'm not going to bet on it. Can Paredes have the pop to hit 30? Sure. But will he have enough Mm at-bats? I don't know. I don't think so. Josh Lowe, uh, Luke Rayleigh, same thing. Will they have enough at-bats? I think that the... yeah, I just I have to go now. Yeah.
0: I I also again I know it's uh you know not very fun to agree, but I'm also going to say no. I think what the Rays really need to bank on and hope for is don't just expect uh Brandon Lau to come back from this back issue and go gangbusters and knock out thirty five or thirty eight. You just need to rely upon a handful of guys to give you, you know, somewhere between fourteen to twenty home runs and hope you can uh get through with that. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, as, as much as I like Luke Rayleigh, I don't think he's going to get 30 this year either, nor is Josh Lowe or Brandon Lau, whatever it may be. Yeah. Next question um, or prop bet. One or more raised relievers will have 20 or more
1: saves. This is such an easy no for me. I just they they don't have that closer role. They like uh Whoever is the best matchup one day is going to be Jason Adam. The other day is going to be Clevenger and the next day is going to be Fairbanks and the other day is going to be Beeks, and the other day is going to be Pochet. So yeah, this is an easy no for me. I'm actually going to say yes.
0: And, and it might be right at 20, but I think Pete Fairbanks gets 20 saves. He has that contract extension. Hopefully he can stay healthy with that. Uh, Of course he has the look, the demeanor, the stuff, to be the de facto closer, not saying that he's going to get every single save opportunity. I'm I'm sure that, you know, Jason Adam will get, you know, eight to 10 saves, whatever it may be. And maybe somebody else as well. But I do think that maybe they'll, they'll push the envelope a little bit with Pete Fairbanks to get his uh, 20 saves at least. So there we go. We have a little bit of a difference there. (laughs) Yeah. There we're we're rolling along. Um, One or more raised players will have at least 40 stolen bases this year.
1: Because you say one or more, I got to go yes because of Jose Siri. Um okay. I mean El Rayo, he just he just stole home on a spring training game. Like this guy's intense. Like he wants this. He, he he's the kind of guy that he knows what he's good at and he's not going to be afraid or shy about showing those skills that he's really good at uh so yeah i will say he will have at least 40 steals
0: does he get on base enough and enough reps to do that batting in the nine hole
1: good question very yeah. good question yeah that's the risk part that's the risk
0: yeah. um i'm going to say no i think randy Despite the bigger bases, he did have what 32 something along those lines. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I could see him having a similar marker. I also think that the coaching staff is really going to emphasize hey, not every time you're on base means verde green light here. We (laughs) got to be smarter about the, the things we pick and choose. But I would say that you know, more than one raised player could get. 30 plus stolen bases. I could see Randy and Siri um get 30 plus and then you know add and Margot could get 20 plus but uh I'll be interested to see how this year shakes out but I'm going to say no just for the sake of argument. Fair uh, enough this season. Um all right, next question, uh next prop bet, the AL East champion will have at least 95 wins, 95 dubs to be crowned the AL East champ.
1: I don't like this one. Uh, I'm going to go. Yes. Yes. I think. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to go 95 or more uh, to win this division. Yeah. I'm going to go with that team. (laughs) I mean, I do want it to be the Rays. I think the Rays have the talent to do so. Um, You know, the, I, I am not going to keep giving the Jays props without them showing up anything. Uh, again, the movie was real quick. It was quicker than the trailer. Um, yeah. Every time you go to the playoffs, you get swept either by the Rays or the Mariner. So now I'm tired of, of the, of the props that the Jays get because it's on paper. I'm done. <laughs> um, just like Dominican Republic got so much props because of their lineup. And Literally almost everybody beat them. So,
0: yeah. Hey, games aren't played on paper. Look at the final four. We got Miami and
1: FAU in the thing. Exactly, exactly. So, I uh, yeah, I'm going to go and say, yeah, um, yeah, 95.
0: Okay, I'm going to say no. I think uh, the AL East, the competition between the Rays, Blue Jays, and Yankees will be mighty, mighty tight. And I know that the opponents, uh, you know, the division opponents aren't playing each other as much but i i still think it'll be a battle and a grind and that division could be within a game or two uh so yeah now you know maybe that i think the ale's champion could have 93 94 wins but again sure the question is at least 95 so i'm gonna say no there now to end it you can't uh can't have a prop bet uh episode without a an attendance question or <laughs> comment here uh, over under 14,999 and a half fans per game on average at the Trop this year.
1: Can I ask why you picked that number?
0: Uh, well, I just think 15,000 is a good barometer based on past history. Um, you know, last year, the Ray's averaged under a shade or a shade under 14,000. Uh, you've seen, you know, between 2015 to 2019, it's kind of hovered between 14 and a half to almost 16,000. So I just kind of gotcha. picked that out of a hat.
1: Um. Okay. Good to know. I'm going. Yes. Uh, this team is going to be way more entertaining. Uh, than mm-hmm. than last year. Um. Uh, hopefully, less less injuries. And the ten dollar, uh, the ten dollar uh, yeah. tickets. Uh, you know, the, the ones for standing room only, and or buy forty forty nine dollars a month, which equates to like what two hundred and fifty something. Um. Mm-hmm. To to get the standing room only, I think that that'll kick up attendance, which is great. So yeah, th- those factors. I- I- I'm gonna I'm gonna go say yeah. They'll 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 go over that.
0: Uh, despite gas prices and uh, inflation, uh, I s- I agree with you. I think they'll average at least fifteen thousand per game this year at the Trop. I think they've done a solid job with making the games affordable. In some shape or form, I think the 25th anniversary and some of the cool promos and ideas that they have running um, should add a little pizzazz. Uh, I will note again last year, they averaged 13,927 fans per game in 2021, 9,396 2020, of course, the the COVID season, so a little bit um, tough to gauge that, but you know, you just look back at the attendance numbers, um, you know, they're hovering around that 14 and a half to 15.8 marker, um, you know, between 2015 to 2019. But I also think some some resolution and some solidity uh, in the, hey, the Rays, their future is in Tampa Bay that's been established, whether it's on the St. Pete side or the Tampa side. I think that also brings about a little bit of confidence as well um and yeah there, there's not as much vitriol and hey i'm going to i'm not giving Stu another dollar i think some of that rhetoric and some of that action goes out the window so yeah i think uh they'll draw more this year well they yeah. draw 16 seventeen thousand i don't know if i'm willing to go that far uh we know the home opener's is a sellout but
1: yeah it is it sellout. is sold out but you know what you can always bet on built bar being delicious kevin you can always do that and in fact the built march madness bracket is here like you mentioned uh we know that everybody has a favorite bar or puff i will be voting for the brownie batter uh built bar because it's my favorite uh and if you want the race to win uh, then you'll be voting for that bar too so you got to support your team you got to support your bar or puff so uh, when you vote for your favorite bar or the puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of built. Not only that, Kevin, but one locked-on fan will win at least a 12-month subscription subscription to built to have built's best bar or puffs delivered delivered monthly straight to their door. So you gotta try built. Built is the best protein bar ever they're amazing they're covered in 100 real chocolate they are good for you they're low in calories and high in protein so run to builtmarchmadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there you can vote every day in march and it's about to end so hop in yeah. and support your pick
0: uh to recap here can we bring up the uh the prop bet uh, list here. So we disagree on four yeah. of these 11 prop bets. Okay. Correct. So again, this is a, a shout out or a call out to the listeners. If you have a prep prop bet idea or multiple ideas, shoot them our way and, and we can add them to the list. I'd like to have a little bit more diversity in
1: our uh, disagreements or agreements here. So um, and- I'm sure there's more out there. And you know you can even drop it in the comments and then we can add it to the Google Sheet or uh, you can use the hashtag, hashtag locked on raise. I'm going to shout out Melissa for always using the hashtag yes. locked on She's awesome. Get on that hashtag locked on raise and then give us a prop bet. And then that'll be an easy way to track all the locked on race prop bets on Twitter.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if we don't get a chance to
0: mention this before the home opener, I do want to give a shout out to James Shields who will be honored on the Rays sold out opening day. He'll be throwing uh, the Rays ceremonial first pitch on Thursday, of course, at the Trop. And man, oh man, I don't think we quite appreciate or the fan base doesn't appreciate enough how much James Shields provided for this franchise. And I know it was a little bit of a different era, but you look at his numbers and what he brought to the table, not all that long ago and you knew year in and year out he was gonna give you 200 plus innings i mean spending seven of his 13 years with the rays 10 seasons of 200 plus innings started over 400 games over 2200 strikeouts 31 career war i think uh, check my math on this or check my stats on this but i think he was a 13th 10th round draft pick i mean a mid-round draft pick to make it to where he did Um, I think a a really solid choice for the Rays to make him or have him throw out that ceremonial first pitch on the Rays' 25th anniversary.
1: And, you know, BA has always said this, that uh, bulldog mentality of James Uh Shields. He started that, man. I know a lot of people give Casimir the, hey, our first great Devil Rays slash Rays pitcher. And, you know, sure, okay. But James Shields was... Something above that, uh, you know, I think not only in quality, but in clubhouse presence. Yeah. Um, and, and I think if you look at what that team became, spe- especially with the rotation, remember jumping all up and down uh, near the mound when um, they, they had a victory or a complete game uh, when somebody had a complete game in 2012. That camaraderie, I think, has actually kept on the locker room uh, with guys, uh, you know, you, you go from James Shields to a David price, a David price goes to Chris Archer, a Chris Archer goes to Blake Snell, a Blake Snell tells Tyler glass now and Tyler glass now, now tells Shane McClanahan, you know, that, that, yeah. that vibe just keeps going down the, the, the road. And I think that's awesome. Good for him. And hopefully, you know, I love Kyle Snyder. If anything were, if Kyle Snyder ever leaves the, the Tampa Bay race, um, for a better job opportunity or whatever, James Shields, I think, would make a heck of a pitching coach. I think yeah. that would be really, really cool to see. So hopefully he gets that opportunity someday.
0: I certainly don't think he needs the money, but what's funny, and and I don't know how often, well, so James Shields, he pitched for the Rays from 2006 to 2012. And, you know, whether there was a hot shot young prospect like uh, David Price, or you mentioned Scott Kazmir, or Chris Archer, like along the way, there's been guys with, you know more profile. We're always talking or focusing on the next name. Who's the next guy? Oh, Todd Bradley's the next guy. Yeah. After that, it's somebody else. But James Shields was always that stalwart in the rotation. He may not have always been the number one, but you could count on him and rely upon him to post and be there and to provide a presence. And that was very, very important for the race. So good on him. And, um, Hopefully, I, I would assume he'll throw a strike on that ceremonial first pitch there as oh, well.
1: Of course, either fastball or a changeup. Maybe he goes changeup. Uh, that that that'd be cool. Um, just one thing before we end the show. I know we've run long, people, but yeah. I, I I do I did promise this. We did cross the seven hundred line for the subscribers on YouTube. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everybody that keeps on hitting that subscribe button. Uh, Keep doing so if you are listening to us and you haven't subscribed. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Joseph Herman. Let me just double check that. Joseph Herman. Yes, you were number 700. Uh, So I want to say thank you to you and hope you uh, keep enjoying uh, the podcast. So there you go. We have some haters, but we have a lot of lovers as well and enjoyers of the podcast. So we appreciate all of you,
0: all 700 plus of you on YouTube and the thousands more that listen to us every day um so that is very much appreciated and i think the something that ulysses and i pride ourselves on is we're not um we don't we don't have this oh we're better than you attitude like you reach out to us you send us an email we we try to get back in touch with you we just did a fantasy draft this past week where we invited everybody to hey let's chat let's have fun let's let's yeah. Shoot the crap a little bit. And we will actually probably have to save that for Friday's episode um or, or sometime next week to get into our uh, results and, and uh just how we think that 16 team locked on race fantasy draft went. We're running long here, so we can't really get into that. But we try to be as accessible as possible and and just uh, you know, we're just two what we think regular dudes, you know. So um, and if you have an issue or disagree with us on something, uh we're always here.
1: Yeah, and and, and 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 we're always going to be able to 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 open to feedback and all that. Uh, as long, like our friend Evan Klosky says, as long as you're respectful. Yeah. Uh, as long as you're
0: st- respectful, and quite frankly, I I think this should almost be a, a federal law. Um, you must have your your a picture of your face as your av- avatar on social media. Yes. I think that needs to be a requirement. a requirement.
1: I think I think we would all like that because you can just be real um you real brave when you have uh an anime picture or an avatar yeah. of, of something, you know, and uh of uh, you know. So I'll just leave it at that if you can be real brave. But, I assume uh,
0: you're I su- I assume you're a bot if you have uh if your avatar is anime or some caricature whatever yeah. it may be or, you know. Hey, have have yours out there. Be you know? be
1: actually brave. Put your face put your face out there. It's okay. We're <laughs> doing it. You know we I'll are. That. Better or worse. Yeah. You know?
0: So there it is. Uh, hope you all enjoyed the prop bets. You can send more to us if you would like. In the meantime, thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all. Have a wonderful day, stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.